0: Hello, my name is Dan Cox and I'm the CEO of Ascension. Ascension is the ANZ market leader in data, known as the clean data experts, helping clients unlock the value of their data, turning it into profit. This is part three of our special series of podcasts where I discuss a range of interesting topics that have a high profile for data professionals. For these podcasts, I've been joined by Alan Heron and Mark Palmer from TipCo. This podcast wraps up our discussion on the area of low code, no code, and that idea is associated with model trade-off. Enjoy.
1: There's always a trade-off. If you talk to an IT organization, they say, no way, right? Low code, worst idea <laughs> I've ever heard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dan's chuckling, <laughs> you heard this before, right? And why, and you know, are they just being uh, pedantic about their data? I don't though, you know, they're concerned because when something breaks, it comes back to IT, right? If there's a security breach, if there's a performance problem, If there's, um, you know, somebody gets the data that shouldn't, they're out of compliance. So there's good reasons to want or need to have that control. So of course, yeah, the nirvana is apps in minutes, right? Okay, but you have to do that safely. So there's always that tension, Alan. But this is why like very carefully designed tools facilitate that instead of exacerbate that. What virtualization does is not just Provide anybody that wants it virtual access to data, right? You're maintaining authentication and security across multiple sources. And that's actually, by the way, really hard. I'm going to talk to you about how hard my job is sometimes. You know, imagine what we do is provide single sign-on, for example, or token authentication across the 300 data sources that we we support for virtualization. I mean, we're talking like a you know it's, it's very typical for our customers to want to say, hey, here's one view of data that cuts across Salesforce, Oracle, and Snowflake. Maybe some SQL Server thrown in there too, and some Excel spreadsheet. So, how, who gets access to that data? It's 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 a hard problem, right? So when you're taking responsibility for virtualizing that, we do that mediation of authentication and control. And that's just one example, Alan, of where the fears of IT or the concerns about providing self-service access get allayed, right? Because yeah. we can do that in virtualization tools, but it does require a partnership because it's, it, those tools are designed for IT to set it up, security experts, mm-hmm. right? And then once you do that, then if I'm making that view for Dan, you know, Dan will see the data that he's allowed to have access to. And then you get the self-service effect and, and yeah. you've got that sort of nice balance between the two. And that, I think, is the art of it. It's the hard part of it. That was the duck on the water metaphor, right? Like the paddling under the water is pretty furious sometimes and there's some hard problems there. But, you know, with today's technology, we can, we can solve it. If this was
2: live right now, there'd be a lot of questions about okay that sounds good but how can you help me and, and you know Dan, some of these topics are complex and big but how can you you know if we if we had a cio out there if we had a business that's transforming how, how would they engage with dan how do they get a bit of ascension and, and some of the wisdom that we're talking about here good point alan i actually love having
0: discussions and chats so i think that's the first thing especially for those individuals that need to understand more They can certainly reach out to me on LinkedIn, et cetera, and uh, tag me, and I always respond. But if we're looking for something more formalized and the ability to see where an organization is at, we have a number of readiness assessments. We can walk you through those, and then that'll actually give you a real understanding of where you are in data maturity and sit down with you and then actually map out what you might need to do. And that makes it a lot less complex and a lot more process oriented.
1: My favorite thing about meeting with executives, and I think Dan is the same on this, is is sharing those best practices and stories. Yeah. Just heard you've had to hold us back from. <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me of this example and that <laughs> example. It's in a weird way, the pandemic, I think, has been generative of that kind of resource that's out there. Things like this, like podcasts. <laughs> Alan, you're in the UK, Dan, you're in Australia, I'm in New York. Very difficult to get us all together, even just for a Zoom on time zones, by the way, as you know. Folks like Dan and his team hear the stories, say, like, this is my challenge. What are other people doing? What are the best practices? Somebody asked me the other day, do you think most chief data officers know about data virtualization? And I had to think about it. And I wonder, Dan, if you have the, the same reaction. But I find that chief data officers either are all in on virtualization or they've never heard of it. It's almost like the two <laughs> ends of the spectrum, or they've heard of it and they're not quite sure. They don't really kind of They're like, I don't want to hear about it. Is that real? What's going on with that? Uh, this is why we love to do these sessions, right? Getting the word out because it's still relatively new technology. If you look at it in the scheme of things, it's not as well known and loved as relational database and certainly ETL that Dan talked about. But <laughs> uh, it really plays a unique role, I think, in the data space today. Um, and also changes in metadata management, master data management, reference data management. That's that. That's the, so. Keeping an eye out for those stories and applying frameworks like Dan's clean data framework is, I think, astounding. It's great stuff.
2: So, gentlemen, that's that's kind of a wrap, Mark. That means you're off for a, a breakfast somewhere in New York. Dan, I'm not <laughs> sure if you've had your dinner or not, and, and it's time for lunch here. Uh, and I suppose on that note, it's been an absolute pleasure and, and just wrapping up the way we brought that together. I, I didn't expect it to, us to, to kind of reference. It's, it's one of my favorite ways of, of bringing these stories to life is the reference of how we achieved bringing unfair advantage uh, and competitive advantage to businesses that we've touched. And it's been a real pleasure. It's been really nice. Uh, it's been a nice dynamic this morning. And uh, yeah, good to, good to good to speak to you all. Thanks for your time. A lot of fun. Thank
0: you, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan Koch, CEO of Ascension. If you want to know more about turning data into profit, reach out to me on LinkedIn or visit our website at ascension.com. That's Ascension with a T. Again, thanks for listening.